guys in the building on a Sunday. We're going to break down everything going on with the Bears. First up, we're going to talk about why Why the hell the national media giving the Packers so much love when there ain't very much difference between us and them. And Jordan Love looked like a weasel. On top of that, we also <laughs> we also going to talk about uh, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, and Jack Sanborn all saying that they're ready and fully healthy uh, to go before training camp. And lastly, uh, BGO's top 10 most important Bears heading into the season. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, the number one spot for everything Bears related. We up in this mug. Did I say Bulls at the opening? Nonetheless, yeah, you know you where you're at. The end. It is what it is. Y'all know where y'all at, man. I, I do I, I do a lot. I took a day off, but we back at it like we never left. Uh Fellas, man, it's been a, it's been we're we're getting closer and closer to preseason starting. Training camp, I think, opens officially. Is it next week? Training camp opens. I'll, I yep, think it's a couple 20, weeks. Is yeah, it next weeks? week? So look, yep. Oh, like coming soon. You know the rookies yeah, got so, to report early, so yeah. So uh, so we will start getting that news here soon. But one of the things, like all this offseason, we've talked about it here. There's a lot of doubt thrown towards the Chicago Bears. Some of it justified. Some of it has a little questionable, like the like. Uh, Tremaine Evans being the most overrated linebacker, which is still crazy to me. But one Man. of the things that we've seen, and shout out to C-Dub who actually shot us this article um, or this list that was made by PFF, um, and they had the uh, don't sleep on the Packers offense and listed their weapons. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, and Luke Musgrave, who I will say those are all very solid players. But the biggest question there is that, and I hate, we get so much doubt because of a quarterback who hasn't proved himself as a passer. Weasel himself, Jordan Love, ain't proved or done shit yet. So the question I'm going to throw to you guys is, why do teams like the Packers get so much kind of, you know, the benefit of the doubt, whereas Chicago, it seems like we always get, we don't get that benefit of the doubt at all. I'm going to just take it this way. Uh, I think people look at Green Bay, even though they had all this uh, good fortune, if you want to call that this last like decade or last couple decades, they look at them as the underdogs when they go against Chicago against in this rivalry right here. Uh, they look at us as a big city, Chicago, Illinois, and they like this little uh, town or little trailer park you call Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Green never, Bay. How big is Green Bay? I've never I even thought no about idea. going. There. <laughs> I like, guess bro, they, they sell out that damn cheese. That she's bowl because there ain't game, shit so. else to do in Green Bay. Like, what you gonna do other than turn into an icicle, bro? Like, that's your only two options in the winter, bro. I'm sorry, keep going, bro. I'm gonna shut up. No, no, uh, I just think they they think them as uh underdogs and man, they standing up to you know the big old city Chicago Bears, but you know, forget all that. You know what I'm saying? This when you look at <laughs> their weapons, you know, I pulled up this order. I looked at it, I instantly laughed. I had to drop it as a community post. Make sure you go check it out and go ahead and leave your comments below that. Uh, bro, they weapons do not compare to the Bears weapons. They do not have enough weapons to compare with the Chicago Bears weapons this season. So whatever, go ahead, keep uh, rooting for the underdog. <laughs> It's gonna be a it's gonna be a bad season for those guys. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> Man, I just think I just think that they escaped a lot of stuff. I mean, it's re because really you already know Chicago, just like Unc pointed out, is much much larger than Green Bay. Right now, according to Google, these guys got hundred and seven thousand people. I was shocked. What the hell? I'm, I honestly thought it was. I, th I Damn, thought really? It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, that's, 
But that that's the numbers from 2021 that Google has reported here, 107,000. I was like, man, I thought it was just a population a population of like 5,000, maybe 10, you know, but it's 107,000 people as of 2021. I know we two years away, but hey, that still give you something. But um, I think that these guys definitely had they are escaping, you know, the light a little bit. Um, bro, they had success of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And why not? Why is there not pressure on the on the weasel? You know what I'm saying? Got to be some pressure <laughs> up there. And I, I honestly, you got to give a little kudos today today uh front office too because they've been we have to temper our expectations. They've been saying that shit all off season, and it seemed like the media just kind of going with it. They 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 tempering. You know what I'm saying? Their expectations of this team, and that's fine. But. We gonna see. We gonna see what these guys are made of. But when it comes to the uh posi- the players that they got, I think they nice young players. You know what I'm saying? But I will, uh, if if we picking between mine and theirs, I'm picking mine. Yeah, I, and and that's the thing too. Like like don't get me wrong. Like Christian Watson, I think is going to be a beast in this league. Like I honestly think that. But it's just it's wild to me that like that you you say watch out and then all we get is doubt like it'd be different if like they're like hey well we got questions around justin fields but hey like you listen these offensive weapons you didn't even list the quarterback can we get some love for dj Moore? can we get (laughs) some love from cole Komet? can we can we get some love for freaking dante foreman and khalil herbert like can we get like can we get something bro like but you know what i say fuck it like don't give it to us that's fine because we can I say this? We'll much rather take it than let y'all give it to us in the sense of the respect. And I'm going to say that. Oh, we're not mystical out here. We're talking about the respect. We're not like, I just want to be clear. Um, but, that was well so played, that, too. Yeah, I mean, like, that's all I say, man, is that it's cool. It is what it is. I understand some of it. Some of it I look at like y'all tripping, but at the end of the day, it's up to us to prove it. We were a 3-14 and 14 team last season. I get it. The Packers won way more games than us. They they lost the crackhead, so now we'll see what the weasel can do in replacing the crackhead. But at the end of the day, listen, you still got to come through Chicago. That's all. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Bro. Could Inglewood be more populated than Green Bay, bro? Oh, absolutely, bro. I, bro, that's the thing. I live in Columbus, Ohio. People look at the state of Ohio as being small. We're the seventh biggest city in the in the country. That's we crazy. got double the population of Green Bay. I'm still surprised they got 100,000 some people. You know what? Crazy. Don't nobody know who's actually dead in Green Bay because people don't know. They count some dead bodies in there, bro. They count some dead bodies in there, He said they count some dead bodies. All of them cheese curds ain't good for you, you know? <laughs> Uh, little cheese curds. <laughs> it's just like who lives in Green Bay, bro? Like that's crazy, oh, man. Do no, black man. people live in Green? If you a black I, person and you live in Green Bay, go ahead and go ahead and, and say your name in the chat or something, bro. We gotta give you some credit. That's send all a the picture, football players, and, ain't it? And send a picture of your high school yearbook. That's all the Green Bay Packers. It gotta be all the Green Bay Packers for sure. <laughs> we oh, need to see man, what's to funny. it. <laughs> They say, oh, Steve says Green oh, Bay, a county, county, not a city. I had no idea. See, I don't know nothing about the state oh, of Wisconsin. I'm not even going to front like I do. Oh, damn. About. damn. Hey, so I the only correct. the county only got 100,000 on that field? The whole county? Yeah, I guess so. Ah. So, hey, shout out to them, though. They got shout it. Shout out to them. Enjoy you know y'all cheese curds and Miller Lite. They, they high school graduating class had to be 25 people. That's all I know. <laughs> 25 people with the token black dude and all. But getting off Green Bay, I don't want to spend too much time about them dumbass cheese heads. But uh, 
Uh, Donna Mooney, Chase Claypool, Jack Sanborn have all confirmed over the last week or so that they all are 100% healthy and ready to go by the start of training camp. I've talked about it on the dailies a couple times, just how important it is, especially this team is still trying to really establish their identity and things, of having everybody healthy by the start of training camp. What do you guys think about, for the most part, every key member of the roster now fully healthy and ready to go before we start training camp? Oh yeah, this is this is a great thing, and uh, for these three guys especially, uh, because I think this is a big year for all three, each with their own distinct um, uh, goals in mind. You know, Darnell, you uh, DJ Moore is here. I don't want to hear no, you're gonna a lot of one on ones. Darnell, win. That's all I got yeah. to say. Chase Claypool, we've been hearing a lot. Like you got all the talent in the world. Oh man, this dude got all the skills, all the attributes. Time to show up. Got to see it, bro. It's enough of the talking. And my my son, you got competition out there, son. Jack, <laughs> you got to come out on your A game, bro. I believe in you, bro. But I know this kid, he can ball. He got to come out and get ready to ball, bro, because Noah Sewell is a hungry little pit bull. And he he don't care. He gunning for his. So, Jack, you got to come out go for yours, big dog. Got to. Facts. Facts. And I, I, I think that it's very important to have all these guys in that 100% because, you know what I'm saying, we definitely trying to take that next step forward. And I think that – I think the biggest thing that I like about it is that it's not going to be too many questions about who going to play what. These guys should automatically come in and know what position they're going to play. Tremaine M is going to play his spot. You know, TJ Everett's going to have his. You got the secondary. They pretty much know what they're going to do. The wide receivers, obviously, they got to, you know, figure things out, you know, and build that, you know, cohesion amongst each other. But for the most part, everybody know what they're going to be needing to do to make this a successful season. And we've been getting a lot of chatter. And shout out to the Bears for not just standing pat. We, we heard Jaquan Brisker give people smoke. We just seen Justin Jones kill some goofy up on Twitter. So hey, it's just it's just love, man. And, um, I'm excited. Hopefully, I get to, you know, at least get down there. If not, but I'm still gonna be watching, checking for highlights, and checking, you know, things and doing my due diligence because this shit is about to be lit. It's, it's about awesome. to be lit. Yeah, it's a big season ahead of us, and I think um. When you look at like all the position battles and how that's going to help have everybody ready to go, you got a lot of hungry people on on this team. And one thing that I'll say is like when you when you put dogs on the team and you make all those dogs ready to to eat and they're feasting trying to get make their name for themselves, we got a lot of people that got a lot of things to prove to themselves to to the national media for hating on them. I'm I guarantee you, I guarantee you that this is going to be one of those teams. I don't know how I'm not going to guarantee a number of games won, but teams are going to feel it now when they play the Chicago Bears. They're not going to forget. And that's yeah. that's I love having a team that at the at the bare minimum, you know, is going to come out and they're going to ball out. They're going to give they all. And I love the culture that we're building here in Chicago. It's been a while since we've really had a true culture. Right. I, matter of fact, when, when, when was the last time that you guys said like the Bears really had that that type of uh, any type of of consistent culture? I really think it was the. What the, the, the Peanut last Tillman, of, Peanut, yeah. Peanut Tillman, and uh, Erlacher and Lance Briggs. That's the culture. Yeah, that, that was, was the it. last culture. Yeah. Yeah, because it was still a bit shaky. We we seen Matt Nagy in 2018, but it was still a bit shaky because, you know, you know what I'm saying? Ryan Pace, he was throwing money at, you know, older guys. But I think right now, if we're looking at Ryan Post, he's with, he, it seemed like the Bears have finally caught up to the modern NFL. Like, they want to go, you know what I'm saying, have the players to fit into a more passing league, but still also, you know, tailor their own type of system to where they can be competitive 
And the biggest thing for me is if these guys play their tail off in a three-win season, what the hell do we think is going to happen when we start getting three wins, four, five, six, and seven wins in a season, and these guys really got hope that they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot? Imagine that the passion and the intensity that these guys will play with after something like that and knowing that they got an opportunity to make a playoff game. Come on now. Come on now. And let's talk about the modern NFL. Uh, If you don't have a dual threat quarterback, I think of uh, Josh Allen as a Patrick Mahomes, a Justin Fields. Right. Yeah. Uh, And and you need multiple weapons on the outside, either be tight ends or wide receivers. You need multiple playmakers. I think the Bears have finally, I I just hate that they always kind of late to the party, Mm -hmm. but it looks like they definitely came into the modern ages. Now we just got to put it on tape, baby. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean that's it. You gotta, you can have all the hype around you, all everything, but you when when the lights are on and these games start, that's when we need to see the best out of these players, out of this team, out of the coaching staff. You can't overlook that at all. Allen Williams and Luke Getzey both. I'm looking at what y'all do this season, and that's not to say I don't believe that y'all aren't going to turn show out and and do some great things for the Bears. But all I'll say is this: you guys have to absolutely, yeah, like do some shit. That's just it. It is what it is. Like. As much as we talk about the progression of players and individually, like we some some people forget, we still got progression we need to see from our they're now second year coordinators in, in Allen Williams and Lugetti. The lights on y'all too, fam. The lights yes. on y'all too. And hey, hey, and let me talk to my bro Allen Allen Williams, bro. Like it look like we don't really be paying a lot of attention to you, bro. But bro, we watching, bro. You got a lot of talent, bro. On the first line of defense, the second line, and the back end, bro. It's just you. Hey, you got to do your job, too. I know it seemed like a, we pay a lot of attention to Lou Getzey, but, bro, we watching you, too, bro. You ain't going by the wayside, bro. For real, though. You ain't. For real, yes. though. So, hey, we'll see, man. I, I'm happy that we're fully healthy. I'm happy that everybody's good, geared in and ready to go. Now we need to get to cooking, and and I can't wait to see how that goes over the course of the season. We're moving into the last topic for the day. Bears goggles on, I believe. is No, this actually was from uh, the Witty City Gridiron. My bad. I quoted the wrong website. And we'll get to those Super Chats right after this. I'd see you guys. I don't want to thank you guys that we forgot about you. They listed the 10 most important Bears heading into next season. Of course, number one, Justin Fields. Number two is DJ Moore. Number three, surprising. I was surprised to see his name this high, Demarcus Walker. Uh, mm. Number four, they listed Luke Getze. Number five, Braxton Jones. Uh, number six, the running back room as a whole seven yeah. was kyler gordon eight tj edwards nine cody whitehair and number 10 eddie jackson when you guys look at this list of 10 play well nine players and one off uh coordinator in there how do you guys feel about the list um i like the list but i would i would definitely change a couple things uh okay. if you're gonna put justin fields at at one i feel obligated to put lou getty at two because I right. think just as, just as, as much as pressure on Justin Fields, it's pressure on Lou Getzey to put him in the right position. And also, I got a problem with Demarcus Walker even being on this list. Uh, I don't even think he's going to be the most, um, mm, let's see, the most successful defensive end that we're going to have this season. So Really? Yeah, so I, I, I don't know why he even, even if he was going to be good, I don't know why he's on this list at three. I would have probably went with uh, um, DJ Moore. And that's it. And I probably wouldn't have put the running backs on here neither because if one don't perform, the other would. And I think we got three good, talented running backs. So I wouldn't 
I don't even, I would think this list is about, is it worries? If we looking at this list, is it worried about these people or is it, is it like anxiety with these people? If it's that I'm going with, it gotta be Jack Sanborn for taking the place of the running back position right there. For oh, me, you put you put Jack Sanborn higher than the okay. Yes, yes, for the running back, okay. so that'll be at number six, and then I leave the last rest alone. Okay. Right. So for me, my obviously I think Justin Fields should be up there, but for me, my number one, I believe it starts at the the guys with the with the headsets on. At number one, I'm going Lou Getzi and Allen Williams at the same damn time. Number one, like we we always we've been talking about it all last season, all off season. Lou Getzi, hell of a first drive that he could put together. And even some some solid drives coming out of uh, halftime. But now we need to see four games called with creativity, with the intent of putting points on the board and with the, you know, a more focus on winning these games. And the same thing with Allen Williams. Now you got you got the front office who just came in, got you more talent with, you know, with more guys that can come out here and prove themselves on a defensive end, uh, defensive line. So now Allen Williams, you got to put these, you got to, put these guys on your defensive end to lock everything up, you know what I'm saying, and make sure that y'all good. Y'all was top 10 in pass coverage, but we was horrible in pass rush. So you got to get that, you know what I'm saying, squared away. So for me, it'll be the first two, the coordinators at number one. Number two, I'm going to still stick with the one that I, I went with a few uh Sundays ago. It's Cody Whitehill. I believe mm. he, mm. I believe him as the center, you're going to be one of the main, uh, you're going to be one of the main guys they got to hold the uh, offensive line accountable. You're going to be one of the main communicators on the offensive line. You was a, I'm not saying you're going to be a pro bowler this year, but you have that experience to where at the center position, you was a pro bowler before, and you're the veteran to help continue and lead the young guys in Braxton Jones and Darnell Wright. And then lastly, uh, for me, for number three, I'm going Tremaine Edmonds. Me, I, mm. bro, I believe that. On most teams, the guy that gets the green dot that that, that calls out the plays is the, the middle linebacker. We brought you in here for pass coverage and your, you know what I'm saying, your speed, your your, your all your attributes, your ability to do what you need to do. And I think that for seeing him be able to contribute to stuffing the run in Buffalo, we need that in Chicago along with his pass coverage, coverage ability. So that will be my top three right there. But other than that, I'm not really mad at the list, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's a pretty solid list. Like you guys said, I, I think the coaching staff as a whole needs to be on there. Like like Ibraflus, Getsy, Allen Williams, everybody as a coaching staff needs to be on there somewhere. I don't know if I'd – no, it's pretty important. I do think they, they should be ranked definitely in the top five. Um, Demarcus Walker was a surprise there because – not because I don't think he's going to be hugely important. When you look at the Bears, we didn't get to the quarterback. Demarcus Walker would have led this team in sacks, so I understand him him being on the list to a degree. But to Bobby's point, I think Tremaine Edmonds deserves to be listed high on that list because of all the reasons Bobby listed. Like, Edmonds is going to have an important role for this Bears. And on top of that, even taking away the, the role on the court, what 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 the Chicago Bears middle linebacker is one of the most important things. Period. Yeah. Yes. To a Chicago so, Bears team, yes. Yeah, did I say Bulls again? No, you did. Too, <laughs> okay, Chicago. I was no, I'm just, I, no, 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 I'm just echoing. Um, <laughs> and then Braxton Jones being on here kind of surprised me in a way, but then the more I thought, I, I thought about it. No, it makes sense. Braxton Jones yeah. was attacked a lot early last season. 
and his growth yeah. and development is important because if he hasn't developed, I'm not saying that I don't think he will, but I'm just, you know, in a sky is falling kind of view of like Braxton Jones didn't improve from last season, even though he improved over the course of the season. Right. We got, we then are going to have like, cause now we expect that, 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 what Braxton Jones went through, we expect Darnell Wright to now go through. But if we experience that again with Braxton Jones too, it's going to be a long season for Justin Fields, and that jersey ain't going to be clean. So, X. You're right. I'm with so, you on right. that. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, I really do like this list. I understand why the running backs are on there too, because listen, we lost. We lost. Mo- I mean, not Mooney. We lost. Um, damn it! Why am I throwing David Montgomery? David Montgomery. Hey. Monty, yeah. <laughs> I almost said DJ Moore the second time. I'm like, that ain't right either, bro. All right. Um, <laughs> We, we, we did lose Monty, and I understand why it's important that, as a unit, that Bears team shows up. But listen, what I say, even if this ends up being a transition year for Bears as far as running back and eventually Roshan Johnson takes over the number one, we still got a damn good running back room. And they, they and I yeah. feel like, I don't know if we're going to have, like, one player that, like, has, like, the stats that jump out the sheet from you. But collectively, mm-hmm. that group is about to get some shit done. Right. I, I fully believe that. So. I like the list overall. Um, Yeah, I don't really think uh, Eddie Jackson makes sense to me on there. Cody Whitehair makes sense. TJ Edwards. That was another surprise. I missed Yeah, I was surprised. Him over Tremaine being there is kind of weird to me. Yeah, yeah. I think TJ, if anything, he's going to be solid. I don't think – if I would put – I would just go with – that's why I went with uh, Jack Sanborn, that linebacker position, because – I think the other two linebacker positions are going to be pretty set and they're going to be solid. But y'all do got to mention them. They're going to be important, that middle linebacker, though. Oh, what about Jaquan, Jaquan Briscoe? You know, he is crazy to me, too. Because yeah, I, think I wouldn't. Too, oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, because this isn't necessarily a list of, like, ones you're worried about. This is who's going to be the most important. Jaquan Brisker is a game changer, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be nasty. Hey. He's going to be nasty this season, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I don't think Jaquan Brisker should have been on there. That, that's okay. just me though because uh, yeah I, don't, I mean he is important but i feel like is it, it'll be if you go on top 10 it'll be more guys that uh you know will come before him hayes i just sent a david montgomery video to the chat <laughs> if okay. you want to check that shit out <laughs> for <Hey>. real though <laughs> but we do got to get these super chats though i take care of those yeah. i know hayes probably want to throw that shit up <laughs> <laughs> But we got a super chat for uh, CBP uh, film. Shout out to you for supporting the channel. He said the Bears were more of a seven-win team last year. A lot of those games were close. We are going to be better than a lot of, than a lot better than what people believe. I agree with you on that. Thanks for supporting the channel as well. Oh, bro, shout out to you. Uh, hey, we definitely about to show this video after we these super chats. Facts, bro. That's crazy. Bro. Oh. <laughs> and then we got Brandon L. Jet, BL Jet, aka the general. When he speak, y'all listen for real. He oh, said, Facts, Hayes, Getsy has zero excuses. Oh, yeah. Miss Taylor, I, I also want to know when we're going to do a uh, a meeting. No, Miss Taylor in there tripping talking about some rage. We, we, we see you, Steve O. I don't you, know Steve-O. what's going on in the oh. chat. <laughs> uh, we, we, we may do something, man. We may do something. We're we, we going to try to figure it out. Getting us all in Chicago at the same time is going to be hard enough. Uh, yeah. But once we there, we're going we gonna to figure out something we can link link with everybody for sure. Let me, let me, hold on. Let's go ahead and show this video. Give me one second. Hey. We got to show this, bro. Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't I don't know if y'all can hear the sound on it or not, but he said, Oh shit. <laughs> you got hey, it. Funny. Hey, why why Monty look like he turning into uh Javon Green, bro? Javante Green. Like he was yeah. what happened? That boy lost lost three inches on his hairline just being in oh, Detroit for two months, bro. Like bro, it's, bro. it's not working out for him. We're trying bro. to let y'all know Detroit ain't the spot. <laughs> That's crazy, that's bro. That's did, wild, bro. man. Hey, that's they time they talking about that's what's gonna happen with Tremaine Edwards Edmonds hit him. Bro, oh, you listen. know it is, bro. I'm not even <laughs> like Tremaine could it. too. I'm telling you right now, uh, TJ Edwards gonna light Monty up if he gets past that that defensive Ooh, line. Let's bro. go, baby. Let's go. I'm all for it. Definitely excited to see it for real. For definitely, real, definitely, man. That was did a great you? way to end the live, man. Anything <laughs> left, fellas, before we get up out? That's funny, bro. Bro. Hey. Hey, man, shout out to y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. Training camp is coming up, y'all. Make sure y'all stay in tune, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Y'all make sure y'all stay in tune. Y'all rock out with the best right here, Chicago Bears Central. And make sure if you hit that like button, make sure you subscribe to the channel. And the way to end it is with a Monty blunder. <laughs> hey, C-Dub, C-Dub, you got to do a voiceover on that joint, bro. You gotta I'm do doing it. it. <laughs> you gotta do it, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh man. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, especially on Sunday. Y'all been rocking with us even throughout the dead part of the offseason. Training camp is right around the corner. The preseason, I think, is like 25 days away. I may even be a little bit over on that one. Um, receipts, putting cases on y'all mugs. That's <laughs> it's not the book on that one, man. But make sure you guys follow the channel at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bear Central gmail.com. Keep that mail back. Listen, I don't even know how many. I didn't get a chance to listen to the mailbag yesterday. Y'all had like 25 voicemails in the mailbag over the last bro. week. Y'all been going off, bro. Dude, um, so y'all keep going off in that mail, that voicemail box, man. 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace, y'all. Shot Town up. Bear down, motherfucker. Hey. Peace. FGB. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. 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 Media.